Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of both parties, wrapped in a faux virtue designed specifically to seize your liberty. Because one thing's for sure, when you look through the autopsy of history and we see all of the great nations that have collapsed, they have two things in common. One, their citizens have no property rights, no distinction of liberty of each and every citizen. Number two, they all gave it away. They all committed suicide. So we're going to prevent that and we're going to do it by espousing the virtues of liberty and exposing the deception of socialist tyranny dressed as social engineering. And a couple of my favorite things are going on. First of all, what a week, what a week, right? I filled in for Joe Walsh on Friday. I had a great time. My trusty Macbeth. Did you know? Yes, I did. My trusty Macbeth was there, but much of my favorite thing, he was he was gagged. It was a gag order. And there was also a gag. It's not the gag that bugs me. It was the straight jacket that was stopping me from working the board. <laughs> well, there was also a gag order on me. Um, Joe is, is, I mean, his show is exploding. I believe the quote was, don't break my show. Don't break the show was the quote by Joe Walsh. Not only that, he sent me a, a text message. Don't talk about Illinois stuff because his show has truly exploded. Macbeth, I am just amazed. He is growing each and every month. Yeah, it's somewhere around 100 stations. It's just great. It's just great. And I'm flattered as always to do it. So I couldn't talk about some of the Illinois things that affect most of us who are listening to the Liberty Hour now. And I love to talk about those Illinois things because to me, Illinois is the is is the example of what Democrat policies leads to. It's the corruption. It's the implosion. Try of, that again. Why did I stutter? Policies. What? All right. It, it, we are the example of failed Democrat policies. Better. All right. Yeah, there we go. We are. Well, you got to remember, I got here about six seconds ago. We are. Uh, no, you didn't. Exactly. I'm what, just going to call everything you say. We that. are. Ex- just put the gag back on. Damn it. We are the example of where social engineering leads to. And what you're hearing from the different candidates, be they Republican or Democrat. And when I when I say that, I, I don't mean Jeannie Ives because I went to her event and we're going to talk about that. But what I what I do want to talk about is we're hearing uh, this guy, um, not Pritzker, the other guy who looks like uh, uh, Vincent... Uh, Biss. Yeah, Biss. You know what? If you average the two next, you'd have one normal-looking guy. He, so we got Biss. We got uh, Pritzker, trust fund baby. Never did a thing in his life. He's got the answers for us, though. We've also got Kennedy. And you're seeing what they're arguing about is what version, what class of people they're going to represent as they implement the exact same failed socialist policies. 
That's the the only distinction, right? We've got the the proletariat is is Biss. He's the working guy. His family. He's got the ironing board out. He's got the little tiny house. He's going to take us to a socialist utopia on behalf of the middle class. And then we've got no neck Lou Costello Pritzker. He's going to take us to the the promised land of utopia because he, as a trust fund baby who's only gotten things for nothing his entire life, he knows how to do it because this he's lived this trust fund baby life. And he knows exactly what the bad capitalists like his grandfather did to get the money they got. Right. So you got him. And then you've got the rabbit Kennedy, who he's going to just pretty much kind of middle it and scare scare you by presenting you with the actual facts of what happens under the Democratic regime of Rahm Emanuel and Daley and the failed Chirac. He's going to keep bringing in the, the, the war going on in Chicago. So this is the race on the Democrat side. And then we have our very own seven foot of stupid and our very own seven foot of stupid, who I'm very proud. I never supported, never supported Bruce Rauner when he ran. I identified him for the charlatan, for the Trojan horse of the Democrat Party that he has been. And I had said on these airwaves that he will do things that paint chips Pat Quinn could never have done. He will in fact, bail out the Chicago public school system for the failed, failed disgrace that it is that among among their, their own teachers, 50 percent of their teachers send their own kids to parochial schools, knowing full well it's pretty similar to Cook County prison without bars. That's what he did. And he did it out as a Republican. Not only that, he passed HB 40, which not even a Democrat would think of doing, which means that all of us regardless of what we think is moral or immoral as we're as we're pushed into this this nonsense that it's someone's right to kill their kid now we all pay for it right so these are things that only the republican could do and by the way there's another little thing that happened under his tutelage now it wasn't him it was 16 traitorous republicans who raised the income tax of each and every one of us in illinois so I'm okay, right? And Macbeth, uh, as you know, my it's also my, the huge fiasco with the uh, VA place with the Legionnaires disease. Nonsense, but but it, crazy. It, it did pose the Cabrini Green of of this uh, governor, as Jane Byrne did when she did the publicity stunt, went and lived in Cabrini Green and pretended she was down with the struggle. Same thing with Seven Foot of Stupid. Only he had the audacity to bring the wife in just to scare the veterans as they were trying to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. But aside from that, you're seeing. There is very little policy disagreement between all of these candidates. Between all of these candidates, there is but nuanced differences in where the pressure points out of where they're going to take from the bad people who make money and where they're going to give it to all of the victims who don't make money. Right. Now, that's talking about policy, not uh, not their ad strategies and all that stuff. Not their ad strategies. We don't want the calls of people saying, but J.B. the billionaire and Bith went after billion. That's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about the actual policies, the actual foundation of their principles and fundamentals. They're all different shades of the exact same one. And then you have Jeannie Ives, who is a wonderful, wonderful woman. And I went to her event, and this is a big thing, Macbeth, because I don't know if I, we, we didn't really talk about it. We didn't have time to talk about it. But um, this event was supposed to be relatively small. And I got there. Well, there were some, uh, some guests. I got there, and they, they had to bring out other tables to accommodate the people that showed up. Now, you know, I don't check in the line and stuff, Macbeth. I don't like that. I, I, I followed Profton because, of, you know, no one's going to pay attention to him either. And I snuck in the door without checking in. And I sat at one of the new tables they put up. But one thing's for sure. It isn't just that this event 
with Jeannie Ives' event. It's with the people I interact with on a daily basis. Now, as you know, I own the Elmhurst Cigar House. Plug, cheap plug. Yeah, you never know. Um, so I deal with people getting on the train, commuting, people in Elmhurst. Now, the, for the vast majority, they're, they're pretty much Republicans, I would say. It's uh, not all of them. In fact, I have an attorney who comes in who's a big-time Democrat campaign contributor. And um, one thing's for sure, none of them, none of them support Seven Foot of Stupid, Rauner. Not a one of them. So there is a real chance here, and I think it, it's going to make history. I think Jeannie Ives is going to make history because the stars are aligned. We have three years of this buffoon doing all of the, the things in bailing out the failure of the Democrats in Rauner, yeah. casting upon us this, uh, the, uh, the outrageousness where we are all paying for abortions, whether we agree with them or not. We are all contributing to this. And now what's on the horizon is a tax increase put on us by other Republicans. So I oh, yeah. think that the stars are lined up and I, I'm big on Jeannie Ives. You know, I'm not uh, one of these guys that goes to these events. I don't, uh, I, I'm, I'll say right now, I don't contribute to political parties. We did. We're doing it with Jeannie Ives. Big fan. I love her to death. And not only that, when you hear her speak, it's not the politics of usual where you can't decipher the policies. She has clear cut, true conservative fundamentals of establishing. And we'll go to bat. And we'll go to bat. And has gone to bat for the actual people that do make Illinois go around. Because what you have here is a welfare state. You really have a welfare state. If you listen to Dan Prof's show earlier, you Illinois need to get a Rising. Lot more of it with any uh, continued rounder administration. Did you hear any of Illinois Rising today? It's really I astonishing. I Illinois Rising during the week. So you so. know what it is. Yeah. And you know that we are we have either lawyers representing these workers and these unions, or we have government workers. So Correct. let's see. This is the snake eating its tail of socialism in Illinois. As they can't quite figure out what's going wrong, as one family per four minutes flees the state. Oh, by the way, Macbeth, here's the other thing. I got a little uh, little rabbit in my hat here. I, As you know, I sell real estate in South Florida. I sell real estate here and in pretty, South Florida. You've got a pretty good racket with that. I'm thinking with my German background, I'm thinking I could build gliders for people to uh, to fly across into Indiana with. This is the week where I commute. Yeah. I Because, listen. You're uh, what, spending two days here next week? Spending two like days that? next week I, I, because I, I'm going to earn my living. And Brutal. I am, this is the year Brutal. that I will transition to Florida. Now, it's going to break apart where my kids and wife are going to stay here. But I'm not. Listen to me. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to go spend my seven or eight months there. Right. It's just terrible that we have to do this. It's like you're working on an oil rig or something. It's it's just insane. And that's what people are, are doing in droves. Indiana, Wisconsin, and why? Because none of the candidates that are in the spotlight have the answer. Jeannie Ives does, and she's our long shot, but I got a, I got a good feeling. I'm betting the long shot in the Super Bowl and with Jeannie Ives. This is the Liberty Hour. We will be back after these messages. Give us a call at 312-642-5600. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, which is really my favorite day of the week. It really is, because we are on the cusp of we can recap what happened last week, and we are going to predict, because nobody predicts, we're going to predict what happens in the in the upcoming week. Now, uh, here in Illinois, we're covering the candidates, and I'm watching WGN News, and on WGN News, they have a big, there's a big voter registration, McBeth. Did you see it? And do you know where it is? 
Cook County Jail. What's the percentage of inmates that vote Republican? Anybody want to know? So here we go where they're stacking the voter registration. It's going to be hard enough for a Republican to win, which is why we got to get one in there. Yeah, but let's see the numbers at a federal pen. Yeah, it'll be fine. Right, exactly. The white collar crime. Only they lose the right to vote. Everybody else you can vote. Um, so we're going to see what happens here with uh if we're even going to stay in town long enough to cast a vote. Because if Jeannie Ives doesn't get in, and you're listening to this station, if you're listening to this station, oh, man. odds are you're a capitalist. Odds are you like um, you like the conservative point of view. Or you, you just thrive on high blood pressure. Right. You recognize the failures of the Democrat Party, which you live in if you're living in Chicago. You're living it's, in the evidence of their failures. They're not hard to spot. You're surrounded by it. Okay? So you have, there's only one right answer. This has been my argument with Republicans for the last 50 years. Well, Rauner, another Rauner candidacy is a loss. For it, three it just years, is. could a guy do worse? If you, if you have, the, he is adrift without a friendly port. There, there is no one left other than his own wallet. It's uh, so, it, and that's another sickening thing, because if this lowlife hadn't been abs- uh, colluding with Democrats for the last 40 years to build all these multi-millions right. by managing right. their pension funds and all the other nonsense yeah. that he did, front-running orders, if he wasn't doing this the whole time, he would we, we wouldn't even know who he is. He'd be some guy you pointed to at the interstate and said, look at that big dummy. Instead, hey, he's ruining the state. I that guy's head over everybody else. So ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But one of the things I wanted to get to is that, is that there are no differences. See, they're all selling you different versions of, of socialism, Marxism, of Alinskyism. And all they have is this whole thing where we're going to give you more free stuff and I'm going to do it better because I'm from the same class of people you are. Now, do you have this bis? This 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 buffoon who looks oh, like the, Vincent uh, Price, the fake drug. Give ad. me the Vincent Price lookalike. Bis. Are you suffering from BSBS, big spending billionaire syndrome? I'm I'm really rich. It's an epidemic of rich guys trying to buy elections, bombarding you with their money to take over our government. Symptoms include nausea, disbelief, and the uncontrollable urge to destroy your TV. When the same people who profit from our rigged system now promise they'll change it. See, that's the nice thing about... But Hold on. Oh, no, wait. There's a cure. There's a cure. Democrat Daniel Biss like for governor. Music. Upbeat music, yeah. 100% progressive, fast-acting, all grassroots, a middle-class father, former teacher, and state senator who will make Illinois work for the people again. Daniel Biss is a proven progressive leader. Do oh, not vote wait. for Daniel Biss if you think billionaires deserve more tax breaks or if you oppose more funding for schools. But Do not support effects? Daniel Biss if you like Trump or Rauner. Side effects of voting for Daniel Biss include <laughs> leveling the playing field for working people, yeah. making billionaires pay their fair share, fixing our broken property tax system, passing... Okay, single- I'm not... Uh, yeah, yeah there's another 15 seconds all of that. The voters in, uh, all the voters reg- who registered today awful. from Cook County Jail, they love this guy. Right? Because he's promising you the same thing J.B. Pritzker is. See, here's the beauty of being a Democrat in J. B., Chicago. J.B. Pritzker is promising a, a fourth meal between lunch and dinner. Oh, why not? That's what he's got his mind on. Right. In the meantime, I could soak my feet in his belly button, the fat slot. But anyway, Come they, on. all they you have are different that. versions. All they have are uh, different versions of the same geez. nonsense. They're all going to give you something extra, and they're going to do it from a position because they sympathize with you. See, Biss, who's been a teacher, been a government politician, right. he knows what it's like to be you. That's what he wants you to believe. Whereas Pritzker, he doesn't know what it's like to be you. He doesn't know what it's like to be anybody. He doesn't know what it's like to be him. And and, and, and you know what? You can't go uh, with Rauner. Granted, Biss and Rauner have the exact same 
answers for the same problems. Yeah, that's a political exact platform same is a carbon copy. He's bad because he's a billionaire. So they both promise the exact same thing, all of them. And then we're going to go to my favorite, which is a Kennedy. You want to talk about a trust fund baby with no clue on reality. It's a Kennedy. And this one tells you he knows about business. How does he know? Well, his grandfather, Joe, he rigged the system so that he could be in on all the collusion and all the corporatism and all the scams from selling scotch to regulating the SEC. Because if, it, if you're going to catch a crook, you got to hire a crook. You remember that from FDR? Yeah. It's outrageous. And we keep doing the same thing with the same bit players, different versions of the same philosophy. So let's go to the phones. We have a couple guys on the line. Let, do you want to do it or you want me to do it? Uh, no, I'll, I will do it because. Uh, Give me Mike, will you? This phone system's been uh, friendly. Friendly. It's and good. we keep it that way. Let's keep it friendly. Mike on the north side. Mike, thank you so much for calling the show. How are you, Mike? Good. You're the only one on the station I still listen to. Oh. I wish you were on every day. Thank you. <clears throat> I want to ask you. works at the station, I would. I would just say I, All right, I don't. You stick to yeah. interrupting me. Let the guy go. Nah, All right, no. Go ahead. Listen, I want to ask you, have you looked at any of the libertarian candidates for governor? Because I'll never vote for a Democrat, and that includes Ron, or he's a Democrat, and I don't trust Jeannie Ives, so I'm looking at the libertarians. Yeah, there's a young kid that's good. His name escapes me. Actually, one of the girls that uh, I've done real estate with, she's a, she's a broker. She's a real nice girl, and she's affiliated with his campaign. But here's the problem that I find with libertarians. Not all, but for the most part, they're, they're one-trick ponies when it comes to drugs. For me, it's an issue of pragmatism. Yeah, I mean, this, this guy seems good. I, I, I got I to get his name. We'll, we'll do that during the break. And I'll you get his you name. show me somebody you can win, and I'll vote for him. But, Jeannie, here's the, here's the reality, Mike. I, I'm all for obs- not voting. Listen, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I have gone, I take, get my piece of paper. Prof laughs at me when I tell him this. I get my piece of paper. I like to go because I like to see the union scoundrels on the, on the curb try to hand me the cards. Yeah. You know how they're not supposed to do within right. 500 feet? Yeah. And I like to say to him, you know what I say each and every voting thing, Mike? I say, do you think I need you to tell me what to do? You, you it's big dummy. Electioneering. It's waiting for your pension service. to kick in as you, as you, yeah. as you get to, to be a donut connoisseur. I don't need you to tell me anything. <laughs> so then I get my ballot. I check in. I take the ballot empty and I file it empty. Yeah. That's what I like to do. Well, there you go. So I'm all for, for not voting rather than going with a guy just to say, oh, I'm a libertarian. Because the reality is all of these parties have been seized by very small issues. Now, do I align myself with the libertarians more? Yeah, probably. But when they start going just the one trick on the drugs, on the drugs, on the drugs, you lose me. Because there's more to it. It's a fundamental philosophy about the drugs. I think too many of them you know. are scared to defend gun ownership. So what are you going to do, it, Mike? In Illinois. What's that, buddy? Who are you going to vote for? I'm going to vote for Jeannie Ives if she doesn't um, win He's the primary. Gonna <laughs> I'm going to go vote for Scott in Florida. I, I really am. Mike, I'm not kidding you. Just I am over. not going to contribute. I can't vote for her. I can't vote for her. Why? Why don't you like her? I've met her. I've talked to her. She's, a, she's, she's, I, I think, tell me what you're, you're wrong and I'll see if I could answer. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for her, but tell me what you don't like about her. I don't trust her. I think she's just the same old stuff because she all. said one thing about the pensions. Why? She said, cut them. And I, I tried to call her campaign and say, wait a minute. Why don't you go after the rounders and the dailies and the Madigans who siphon money from the pensions for 20 years? It's, Why don't you go after them first before you cut my pension? And well, she's you know not, what? Mike, I'm going to tell you, she would go after him. I, I know her that much. Now, if she said cut him and that's your gripe, I understand that. Sounds like Mike's. Uh, but you know, Mike, we've got to get to a point, and I mean this, we've got to get to yeah. a point. Now, listen, I read about these pensions. You know, if you remember from. I, I was in the financial world for a big part of my life. Anytime you're guaranteeing somebody something, 
on a compounded growth with no attachment to the specific performance of that investment vehicle, you're selling a lie. You know what I mean, Mike? Now, did guys agree to that? And uh, and by that, I mean the guys who hired these workers. Absolutely, they did. But you got to you got to admit, Mike, a lot of these workers said, well, that sounds too good to be true. And I don't care. Am I right, Mike? No, no, no. The, the thing I don't like is nobody wants to bring it up. But for 15 years, not only did the city not pay its share of the pension as the employer, but the part that was taken out of my paycheck mm-hmm. as the employee, they embezzled debt. Of course. So friends take the money, invest it keep it and give us back nothing. But, you know, if you did that for your private company and not make the contributions to Social Security for your workers, you'd go to jail or you'd be a Kennedy. But nobody looks at any of these people and they get away with it. And not anybody says, let's put daily. And, you know, the four dailies, you got mumbles, stumbles, Grumbles and bumbles. My favorite one the is the one with the hair. Stolen for years. My favorite one, who's the Cook County guy with the hair all messy. I love him. You know why? Yeah. He reminds me of Columbo. But here's the other thing, Mike, that I would do if I were in charge. I'd buy you out. You know how I'd get rid of these pensions? I'd buy you out. I'd say, here's the deal. You can take this lump now, or we're going to pay you on the, on the performance of the investment. What do you want to do? Right. That's how you do it. Because here, Mike, you're a young man. You're a, you're a smart guy. I, I, I'll give you a lump of money. You'll be better off now, and our kids will be better off later. It's the way to handle it. But you're not going to get that from these different versions of the same socialist. Mike, thanks for calling the show. Liberty Hour, we will be back. Give us a call, 312-642-5600, if you care to participate. Now we're going to go to a national level in the next segment. Thank you. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. What we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. No one cares anymore. It's different degrees of socialism. I guess, well, I don't I, know. Honestly, it's just despicable to me. We ran out of time, but I wanted to take Mike to task a little bit. I'm not going to do so because he's not on the radio and that's not the right thing to well, do. Well, I understand your point, but his something. point is right to a certain extent. You yes. Get, you know, yes. And 30 years draws the guy a, worked a there. pension that he worked his butt off for, he should get it, but that's not really... What he said was um, she's more of the same because she wants to cut his pension, but his pension has never been cut. It's been fraud you know the fraudulently uh, uh well, stripped of its funding but that's not he's cutting the pension and more of the same i could tell you that when this tax thing was going down this summer uh-huh. i was constantly asked to cut get me cuts of people dissenting on the floor the only the one only person, person yeah. one single person and that's Genius. Genius. yeah yes every so, day but mike probably doesn't you know he heard that it's and i would, more I, I understand his anger if you hear that you know i've been working 30 years this is the deal we cut and uh, you know i get too, all yeah. that but, but what he said she, wasn't accurate it was she, it was a soundbite where she didn't get to explain the rest of her philosophy Correct. which is important but more importantly which is well that's our that's our living here soundbites that, that people can hit me with explain. a man with with absolutely no answers a guy with no neck, hit me with a little Lou Castello, will you? Before I do, oh, um, there's quite a bit of uh, irony in this. Just You'll love it. Every child deserves a chance to learn. When I found out that school breakfast can help kids focus <laughs> and get ahead, I worked with nonprofits to ensure kids don't start their day hungry, so they have a better chance to succeed. Now, this doesn't strike me as a guy who's out to make sure that other people aren't hungry. 
Well, not to mention, if breakfast is the answer to focusing, how come you don't understand what economics are? How come you're selling more socialism, more nonsense, more taking from people like your grandfather, who, by the way, mysteriously all have investments in the Cayman Islands? You take a guy like this, who's going to pretend they have the answers, well, the whole time he's buying the house across the street, negotiating with the corrupt uh, opponent. Assessor to make sure too much taxes aren't At on least it. He's not saying do as I say and not as oh, I do. Yeah. He's providing an example. Yeah. Kids never miss a meal. Then Patty Blagojevich is on, on on TV all all around, and right. she's upset about the clip of her husband with the hairdo and 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 how they're cutting up our government that like actually, it's a couple of guys in a back room over over the last pot of poker. It's despicable to me. You, it you really can't is. Be surprised if you're JB Pritzker you, yeah. or or uh, 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 Patty that that. You know the FBI tapes of uh, of uh, uh, conspiratorial actions are being used. Penny Blagojevich from it's successful unreal. real estate broker with Tony Resco. Mm. Amazingly, she goes into the insurance business right in Dick Mel's area. Boom, she's got almost every business. She's a hell of a salesperson. She's really good at it. And almost so like Kimmy. She'll be fine. Everything will be like Nancy Kimmy, yep. right? The other the other fitness instructor, yep. Nancy Kimmy, who's Bruce Rauner's guy. And I said guy on purpose. That's Bruce Rauner's guy, Nancy Kimmy, the lobbyist, the Uh, fixer. $17 billion of Illinois money just going to exactly who she likes. It's insane. But listen, in a a short amount, that's not a 20-year career. It's just this. It's a very short amount of time. Billions and billions. Unreal. He only became into power three years ago. In 36 months, Nancy Kimmy has made how much money for herself? How about a forensic audit of that business? I'd like to see where that goes. And they're easy to find because they're right in Bruce Rauner's office. But listen, Prof makes fun of this bald spot I'm getting. And it, I could feel the hair jumping off my head. So let's go from Illinois. Let's go to who I found, and you're not going to be able to argue with, the next Democrat 2020 presidential nominee. Book it. I'll bet you a good cigar right now, McBeth. You got it. I figured out who he is. You're on, because I'm saying Cory Booker. Not a chance. It's this guy, Xavier Becerra, who is the AG for California. Yeah. He's been the one quietly... Suing, see, and, that, and this is the thing. Suing the Trump administration. Suing the Trump administration with these crackpot judges in California. And he's he batting court, a thousand. And he wins, right. And he picks little things off and, and without any real results except for the DACA stay that they got uh, this past week. So let's introduce the Chicago, uh, uh, the people trapped here in Chicago who are conservative, because <sighs> that's who's listening. Must let's be. introduce them to the next presidential candidate for the Democrats. Right, Go ahead. Hold on, let, me get Wong, the, let me get the hammer from my head. You brought up the fact that DACA is alive and well now. And one of the reasons it's alive and well is because you, as California's attorney general, filed a lawsuit. Oh, we should say for legal reasons, he was on with Mike Wallace. He's or, on with uh, Mike, not Mike Wallace. Jeez. Well, you know what? Mike We're Wallace was old. better. This uh, is his Chris son, Wallace. Chris, who's, Chris who's playing his Sunday. daddy. He'll Fox be playing his daddy now. Where the, the judge agreed to stop the, the phasing out of DACA by March. Uh, I want to ask you about that, because this, it seems to me, sir, is not the no-brainer that, that some people suggested. As President Obama didn't even create the DACA Act, didn't even protect the Dreamers until 2012, almost four full years into his term when he was running for re-election. Why doesn't, just as a matter of principle and law, why doesn't President Trump have the same right to end DACA? And in fact, he doesn't want to end DACA. He just wants it to be a congressional Uh, law. Can you pause it here? Yes, because okay, Mike or geez, Mike Wallace, Chris, Chris Wallace is the most long winded. But that's okay. He's asking a very important question. And what I want to do is missing the point. He is and he isn't, because here's the thing I want to set up. He's basically saying that DACA was created outside of the Constitution. No, 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 that's not what he's saying. That's that's what he's 
kind of saying, yeah, usurping really. the authority to do so and back backdoor writing a law through executive order. So why doesn't Trump have the ability to undo it? We'll get and his answer. We're going to get his answer when we come back. How's and this is why I'm picking him for 2020. His answer is beyond slick. Western Avenue, look out. You No one's going to sell a used car if this guy goes out of business. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. You know, that's my favorite song. I like to let it play a little bit. There you go. People love this song. It's not just me. Everybody loves this song. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11. If you miss it, you can catch us on Facebook at Sean from Elmwood Park, right? Macbeth does it. Tell it's, me how to work your it on Facebook. Facebook page. Yeah, I don't even know how to work it. Well, okay, but you jerk. could you could turn it on. You could go on. Damn my these Facebook. glasses, son! You could click the the little thing and watch our show live. You got any uh, exploding oil cans over at the uh, make fun of my bald spot like Prof? So anyway, this is why I picked. Jeez. I watched Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace. And I'm glad you got it right because I can't see him too. I was watching the show and I watched this interview and I said to myself, "This guy." is going to be the presidential candidate in 2020. There's no question. Xavier Becerra, his answer, and I base it on this answer, which you're about to hear. It is so slippery and so just within the lines where where like like all the dummies are going to be saying, yeah, what he said, kind of like that Obama thing that we saw in 07, where it didn't matter what you asked him. It was his ability to evade the right answer and give you what the people wanted to hear. Yeah. So give me Bucera, will you please? All right. Executive action, but why doesn't he have the same right to move on DACA that President Obama did when he started it four years into his term? Chris, because no person in this country, even the president, is above the law. And if he wants to take an action, he must do it according to the law. Okay, so hold on. I had to pause it because this was an executive. He's not done. You I know, no, no, I will. But this was an executive exactly. order. Well, that's my point. He's with there's, there's no law involved here, and he's an attorney general. Listen, I'm just, I'm just I mean, I, I know you're have not a, hair, a hair younger than me, but ah. here's the thing you got to remember. I hate if you're going to steal the future, you have to rewrite history. It's <laughs> true. So this is what he's doing. you got to steal the future. Keep your eye on the ball. So how do you do it? You rewrite history, but you don't change it. You just rewrite it a little bit. Just a little bit. And now all of a sudden, this, this pretend law, which is a usurpation of presidential, of, of Congress's power by the president at the time, Obama, this is now, this is it. This is the railroad tie. This is now law. Too bad that he didn't do it the right way. Too bad that numerous people said he didn't do it the right way. Not only numerous people, judges. Judges have said he didn't do it the right way. It doesn't matter because now Trump, who is the president, he can't undo it. That's his point. But go ahead and play the rest of his answer. And as the judge held in this case, the president and his administration acted arbitrarily and capriciously. And so that's why we've been able to have victories, several victories. It's kind of poetic that the son of immigrants is the person wielding the legal slingshot against the Trump administration's attacks on our constitutional civil rights. Uh, but the reason we keep winning, back, in fact, we're batting a thousand against the, this administration, is because the president believes he's above the law and he continues to act arbitrarily and capriciously in taking actions. If if you want to change the law, Chris, 
Don't break it. See, and not to mention arbitrary and capricious is going to be the name of my boat when I buy one. I love that. I'm just, I'm and just he fit put it, it in on twice a, in his answer. Put on shirts. Not only did he fit that in twice, he positioned himself as the son of immigrants, and he is the David against the Goliath who is throwing the slingshot. Now, what he didn't tell you is that he went to a socialist appointed judge in the Democrat stronghold of California, certain courts, which is similar yeah. to, a, to a daily judge. Yeah. And he also has so, such a way of answering this as in positioning himself as he is the fighter being a son of immigrants. Right. He is going to represent all the immigrants. He's going to fight the lions. So between the voter drive registration in Cook County Prison and the son of immigrants fighting, I am telling you something. You remember this guy, Xavier Becerra. Is that how you say it? Yeah. To his credit, uh, Chris he's, Wallace did take him to task, though. I like to understand how he's breaking it. He was saying this was a, a, a an executive order taken by the president. It wasn't even a law. And here you had Donald Trump saying, I'm rescinding that executive order, giving six months to do so. Why, why is that breaking a law? Because, Chris, you go about a process. Even President Obama went about a process to establish an executive order. Yeah, you go paper. about a process. Listen Remember, you have a whole bunch this of people in this country. General. When, when the, our government takes action, they start to rely on the representations of our government to their detriment. People and so relied on whether it's the, the consumer who de- decides to get health care or the consumer who st- decides to go send his kids to a particular college, it's based on certain representations oftentimes that the government says we'll be there in this respect on health care or on education or on immigration. And if you're going to try to unwind that, you've got to do it, do it through the right process. None of that is right. Uh, it's just None of what he said a headache. Is, is correct. But no. all of what he said is rings true to those people who want yeah. insurance, who want college, who want to be here, whether they, they should be or not. All of those people. See, this is what my argument has it, is and has been us playing the now we're going to use the executive order to combat your executive order right. gets you in this position. Yes. Rather than strictly we're arguing about a law that shouldn't be a law. Stop allowing anybody to do this. What you have the Senate, the House, the White House have Congress answer the fact that this was a usurpation of their rights. They write the law, not Obama. So this idea that we now talk about DACA is what's allowing us to be set up to fail. And this is the point. These are these are they're 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 Trojan horse fights. They're Trojan horse battles. At the end of the day, DACA is a money making scheme that rallies people to one side and rallies people to the other. It is the greatest weapon of these two parties that whenever a politician retires from one of them, they find another guy and they become lobbyists. Stop buying the game. Demand that our Congress do its job. Regulate the money and the laws. I don't need men, one man, writing laws. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every week, we will be back fastest hour of the week. And I can't believe it. We've only got one segment left, Victor. That's true. It's outrageous. We'll be back after this. Is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. <laughs> this, this is the Liberty Hour each and every week. Es- espousing liberty, rejecting tyranny, 
rejecting the philosophy of socialism, which is real, real simple, ladies and gentlemen. It's taking from one group in the name of another, the whole time funding it with Keynesian economics, with phony spending, where government spending equals good. The problem I have is that now the Republicans, they're drifting into that arena as well. And what you're going to hear, we like, as I say, it's the cusp of the week. We can recap what happened last week. We can predict what's going to happen next week. What will happen this upcoming week is to distract from all of the nonsense that happened last week with the comments, is that we will now hear from the Republican Party how government spending is great, and how this Keynesian economic soiree will build up a GDP. A GDP, which, by the way, not even Joe Kennedy could have could have predicted how easily scammed it is. It's an Enron math conclusion. There are some very empty numbers involved. Not only that, it utilizes the faux inflation or the, or of, of hard commodities, of yeah. hard products, yep. against the real inflation of services. Right. So it tries to sell inflation as a good thing, because here's the one thing about Keynesian economics. You know what it does? It promises pensions based on nothing and it promises government spending to campaign contributors. Now, the reason I drifted into this, we have a couple callers on the line and I definitely want to talk to Peter, who apparently is a is a a Keynesian. But let's figure it out. uh, You've got seconds. Peter, go, baby. Go. Hello. How are you, Peter? Go. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, you're always giving uh, Keynes, I think, a bad rap because uh, what he advocated and what the politicians are doing are two totally different things. Exactly. You're right Maynard on Keynes, one extent. Uh, Maynard Keynes' uh, philosophy was when the, when the government, when the economy is going well, the government should be uh, saving money. And when the, when the economy is going poorly, then the, the government should be spending money. Well, the, except the government people don't do that. But they, you know, they just spend it both ways. But Peter, they, you know, if the economy's bad, they spend money. If the economy's good, they spend. They run deficit, deficit spending. If we had yeah, a bad we're, connection we're phone, to Peter's right. to Peter's defense, he's right. On, he's right. He is sort of. Keynesian, yeah, but what they do is they hoard money when the when well, the Keynesianism has been bastardized. So he's right. Right. Because Keynes never would have wanted to spend more than five percent of Correct. GDP. Now we're at twenty four percent. So he's right on one level. But I challenge Keynesian on the fact of government spending is never good, Peter, and I'll tell you this because that's the corporatism. Sometimes when, necessary but never helpful. When government spends money, it spends it to its contributors. They're paying off it's pay to play, Peter. I understand the theory of what Keynes was saying, but the actual mechanics, the way it works, is corruption per Personified. And I pose to you Illinois, where the same guys get the same job and do the same nonsense. And it's always that 30% kickback. That's why politicians have war chests in the tens of millions who've never had a job. We have time for Dawn? Uh, yeah. I think Come on, let's go quick. to Dawn. She's a great person. Dawn from Plainfield, thank you so much for calling the show. How are you? No, hi, sir. Thank you for taking my call. I think that it's really time for those of us who know the math and the logic to take control of the vocabulary. So, unfortunately, the Democrats, they pretend that they want to protect the innocent. and But whether it comes to the unborn or the child who's born with disabilities or the child who needs a special education um, uh, environment, they destroy, they destroy the real needy. And the problem is, is those of us who really are humble, we don't have a voice. Um, and I think it's time that we take a voice and that we really expose the Democratic Party, especially in this state, that pretend they want to help the needy. How about both parties? And they don't. We're left under the rug. They, they, they throw us underneath the carpet. 
And that's what really needs to be. Barack Obama ignored. We got to we gotta yeah, go, Don. Let's, oh, let's darn it. Get to it, Because Sean, to Don's point, that's why we should never let a socialist call himself a liberal. He's not liberal. He's a tyrant. And his philosophy is steeped in force. It's just force on a small portion of society. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every week, everybody is entitled to liberty. That's the promise of this country. Don't sell out for a promise of cheap stuff. We'll be back next week. Thank you. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.